I have done a lot of segments on the John F. Kennedy assassination, especially last year. Last year marked the 60th anniversary of the assassination of President John F. Kennedy in Dallas. And there's been, let's face it, widespread public skepticism surrounding the official narrative of the case. And we've had on people who are conspiracy theorists who have put forward every possible conspiracy theory you can imagine to people that believe the Oswald was a lone gunman theory. And there was at least one instance, I think there were even multiple, but I think there was at least one instance where we have these folks debate one another. I, for the last 10 years or so, have, uh, maybe 11 years, have come down more on the conspiracy side of things than the lone gunman side of things. But I kind of get turned around when I hear the conspiracy debunkers. The explanations that they offer do tend to be pretty convincing. They certainly seem to answer all of my possible questions or concerns. And then I kind of get turned around again when I talk to somebody that's more of the conspiracy end of things. So here's what I do believe. There are still 4,700 documents related to the case that are partially or heavily redacted. And I don't believe that there's any secret document somewhere that says, oh, the killer was actually Joe. No. Uh, But I do find it troubling, just as a government transparency advocate, and as somebody that's curious about the case, that these documents are still locked up, basically. You see, the assassination of President Kennedy has remained an enduring mystery, not only for me in this show, but in the public imagination. There was a live operator interview poll of 2,000 voters, and they found that only 38%, this was done by the Mary Farrell Foundation, which, just so everybody's clear, they are an organization dedicated to maintaining records related to the assassination. So it's not an unbiased group. But they found that only 38% of Americans believed Oswald acted alone. Gallup polling since 1963 has consistently found this skepticism to be widespread. And it's not a right-wing thing or a left-wing thing. You have right-wing people like Roger Stone, who, who, by the way, is actually not as right-wing as you might think, but he's considered a right-winger, who are all about the assassination. You have left-wing people like Tom Hartman and Rob Reiner that believe there was a conspiracy. So this ongoing debate about the release of the John F. Kennedy documents really has made its way into the presidential election this year, where you have independent presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr., John F. Kennedy's nephew, who's known for uh, pushing a lot of things that people say are conspiracy theories that are outside of the mainstream, And he's been outspoken about his disbelief in the official narrative surrounding his uncle's death. We've talked to him about this repeatedly. And uh, he and I were just texting right before the the holiday. He's going to come back on this program. And in July of this year, former President Trump posted an interview on Truth Social of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. criticizing President Biden's decision to block the complete release of remaining documents. So this is what President Trump wrote. When I return to the White House, I will declassify and unseal all 
JFK assassination related documents. It's been nearly 60 years. Time for the American people to know the truth. So you have two major presidential candidates, Trump and Kennedy, who say they're going to let everything out there. Biden says, nope, we've released everything that there is to be released. Jefferson Morley, a writer who has chronicled the events surrounding Kennedy's assassination, and he's been a guest on this show as well. He's the vice president of the Mary Farrell Foundation. He said that the group, which pushes for more disclosures about the events surrounding JFK's assassination, didn't expect the Kennedy assassination to be an issue in the 2024 election. But it is. And it doesn't surprise them. So Morley summed up in talking with uh, NBC News why he thinks the release of the remaining documents is so important. Quote, if you want to get full disclosure on 9-11, unidentified aerial phenomenon, you've got to start with JFK. Okay, if the CIA gets their way on the murder of a president, you know, then they're going to get their way on other issues. I think there's uh, I think there's a point there. We spoke with uh, Larry Schnapp, who's the lawyer for the Mary Farrell Foundation, about uh, why he's doing this and why he thinks disclosure and letting these, you know, letting these records out and uncovering them is so important. Oswald um, allegedly went to Mexico um, to get a visa to go into Cuba Um in the process of doing that, he went to the Russian embassy, embassy and reportedly spoke to a person that was uh, in the KGB that was also the head of the unit that does um, assassinations. And uh, so there was one theory that, you know, that the Russians were behind it. Um, and this was another way of showing that he was, uh, in, you know, uh, a pro-Castro supporter so he basically believes there's documents related to that meeting in Mexico that have not been released. He said a lot more there, but that's all that we have available from uh, my discussion with him. So I think that's interesting. I'm curious what you think. I don't care whether you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, or what something else, Libertarian, Vegetarian. Don't you think it's time just to release all of these documents related to the Kennedy assassination in an unredacted manner. I mean, who are we still protecting 61 years later? It's time to let them all out. Let the documents out. Let the people judge for themselves. Again, there's no document locked in a drawer somewhere that says, um, you know, uh, Woody Harrelson's father was on the grassy knoll. There's not. But if there are documents that they've worked so hard to hide from us for six decades, What's the sense in keeping them hidden? 800-848-9222. That's 800-848-9222. I mentioned UAP. Uh, Axios reported yesterday that House members, members of the House of Representatives, are going to receive a classified UFO briefing. So congressional interest in this UFO issue has grown significantly with a small but vocal group of lawmakers pushing for greater transparency from the government. I uh, I don't know where this is going to go. People in the UAP community say it's hard to generate much enthusiasm for the House of Representatives Oversight Committee being told much from the 
intelligence community inspector general. The inspector general may confirm some of the things that David Grush uh, said to Congress, but will that be disclosed? Probably not, right? If there's a reason it hasn't been disclosed to the public so far, it's difficult to see the members of the Congress getting briefed and then disclosing this to the public. 